Tony and Mad Max on this Sunday afternoon. So it's December 12th. We got the Jets game on at one today. They play the Saints, and they're just riddled with tons of injuries. Yeah. Basically, the we, only starter we that's on this field is Zach Wilson. Game, but thanks to the freaking Connecticut Department of Motor Vehicle, <laughs> like, screwed up that plan. That was going to be fun. It, it would have been. And we could do that maybe next week if my appointment isn't moved. If you want to do it next week, if you can. <laughs> I, I feel like if we do, it's going to be moved again. Yeah. <laughs> Can't plan Jack. We got to do a live show. A live yeah, stream of the game. Oh, yeah. It would it would have to be Sunday, though, because um, uh, although I don't know, like, I'll see how my next how, how next weekend's working. If anything for me is uh, doing, you know, I'm going to see I'm, I'm going to see the Spider-Man on Saturday morning. Going to the early bird, yep, early bird special ticket, dude. Six six bucks. That's not bad at all. <laughs> six bucks. Early That's bird cheap. special. Why not? Take advantage. Take advantage of that. You got that right. But this jet game today, just riddled with injuries all over the place. And I think we should really start off the show. Rest in peace to Demarius Thomas. What a surprise. Just so unexpected. One of the greatest receivers of all time. One of the greatest to ever do it in a Bronco uniform who played his last season with the New York Jets in 2019. He played with the Houston Texans in a brief stint as well as the New England Patriots, but he'll always remember, be remembered as number 88 on the Broncos. He really was like one of the top wide receivers in Broncos history. I wouldn't be surprised if they uh, uh, retire his number. They should, especially out of respect, they should. You know, four-time, four-time pro bowler, two-time second-team all-pro. He was he was a magnificent receiver. Yeah, he was. It's a magnificent. shame. It's a shame. If you, people are always going to remember him for the Tebow play when Tebow threw him the touchdown against the Pittsburgh Steelers or even when he helped nothing wrong with that. break his touchdown no- record. Nothing wrong with that at all. No. His best season with Denver was um, 2014. He had 111 receptions for um, a little over 1,600 yards receiving. Um, the season that he had with the most touchdowns was 2013 with the Broncos. He had, he had 14 touchdown catches that, that year. They're highlighting 2015 because that was the year he was in the Super Bowl and won. Yep. So the Super Bowl year, he had 105 receptions for a little over 1,300 yards and six touchdowns. That team was mostly, you know, that was a that was a strictly defensive team with, with an old Peyton Manning. It was the whole but Von Marius defense. So then he left Denver in 2018 to go to Houston. He played, he played seven games in Houston with only 23 receptions and two touchdowns. Not bad. For seven games, like, they, they used them. They did. And then he went to the Jets, like he said, his last year, 2019. The Gaze years. Oh, boy. The Adam Gaze years. 433 yards on 36 receptions and one touchdown. I remember, didn't he score a touchdown? Didn't he score a touchdown in that game against um, uh, the Patriots on Monday night? I think he I did. I think you're right. Game. 
I think you're right. I think I think it was that game. I was an advocate to re-sign him once his year was up with the Jets. I was an advocate. I said, why not? You have this guy in the building already. He brings great veteran experience. What do they do? They don't even re-sign him, and then that's, that's it. That, that would have been the playmaker right there. But now I'm looking at his at his, at his, um, his postseason um, stats. Um, 2013, his best postseason year by far. In the 2013 playoffs, 28 receptions for 306 yards and three touchdowns. You'll take that. I'll take it in a heartbeat. <laughs> and then and then the Super Bowl year, he caught seven catches for 60 yards and didn't score a touchdown once in that in that postseason run to win the Super Bowl. Um, here's his, here's some, here's some of his, um, his records that he set for the Broncos franchise. Um, he has the most, he has the most playoff career receptions for any Bronco with 53. Um, you see, there's a bunch here. He has the Broncos franchise record for receiving yards in a regular season. He has them. He has the record for receiving yards in a single game in the regular season to 226 in the game back in 2014. Receiving yards in a single game in the playoffs. Um, receiving yards an entire playoff season. Receiving touchdowns in the regular season. Um, touchdowns in playoffs. He, he has he has had the most most career games with at least hundred receiving yards in, in in his career as a Bronco. He really was he really was like one of the top Bronco receivers of all time. He was kind of the freaking Jerry Rice. He was of the Broncos. You could talk about you could talk about um, uh, Shannon Sharp. Terrell Davis. I mean, those guys are champions. Demarius Thomas, son, like he is also a champion, but like, and he's up there with those with those offensive playmakers. Yes, a hundred percent. So rest in peace. Um, they said it was like I said it was like a a, a, a medical issue. Yeah. Medi it was medical issue following. I think he was in like he was in a car accident in 2019. Yeah, that's what they're saying. And that's like, what I read online, which is interesting. Damn, dude. So unexpected. Like I said, man, you just never you just never know, right? That's why you gotta cherish every moment that you have here. You know what I mean? You have to cherish I mean, every moment. Jeez, dude, 33 years old. The 22nd overall pick in 2010 by the Denver Broncos out of Georgia Tech. Man. So very touching tribute to, to Demarius Thomas. Of a forever Bronco, I'm telling you, they're probably they're probably going to end up retiring his number. They have to. They have to. Um. So, 
rest in peace. Thanks for all you did for the NFL. Mm-hmm. It was gone, but never forgotten. Because it's hard to find those really good playmakers. It is. And he may have not scored a touchdown in that in that postseason that when they won the championship, but he was still a huge contributing factor. And you want to talk about the uh, Tim Tebow play? I think that was 2011. That was the, that was that was the po- the postseason where the Giants won the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So that was the 2011 playoffs. Um, that was probably one of the greatest plays in NFL postseason history, right there. I remember seeing that. I'm like, whoa, Tebow! Like the Tebow, of course, yeah. Of course, that was Tebow's really only notable play of his entire career. To be honest, outside of college. Hyped up for no reason. I don't know if this guy, then he thinks he can go swing a bat for the New York Mets. How'd that work out? <laughs> Retired. Yep. Hey, but you know what? He, he got to at least live his dream out to be somewhat of a, somewhat of a pro- professional ball player. He did. Congrats, you know, congratulations on that, on everything with, that he did. And I guess he was able to live it out in some aspects, even though he didn't really accomplish much and go further than he could have with their expectations that he had in college. But I think it's time that we get into this jet game today, as well as the jet game from last week and predictions on the giant game too. Um, well, since you want to do jets last week and this week, let's just do the giants because that's like easy stuff. Um, it's not, it's, it's not looking good for this coach and, I'm talking about Joe Judge. Mm-hmm. I, I've been um, saying this for weeks that he should be gone. I don't know what's keeping this guy in here. He should he's he should be Adam Gazed, outed in two years. Be, That's it. He hasn't, proved, he hasn't proven anything. And you know what? See you, Salah, next year because they're going to give him another year. Salah, they're not letting him go just yet. If you're he saying that both New York coaches are on, both New York coaches are on. Are on are, are on high notice. Yes, but Salah is going to be given one more year. So after this one, after one more year of Salah, and he hasn't produced anything, and he has all if he has all his players, he's gone. He's gone. And and you you saw the warning signs early with Robert Salah, but we'll get into all that. Let's cover the Giants first, as we were saying. But Joe Judge, I think you're right. I think he's on thin ice here. Thin ice is not even like a word, dude. Like he's 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 treading water. The ice is broken. This team just has they they've they've lost their starting quarterback. The quarterback is still uncertain. Mike Glennon's under um, concussion protocols, isn't that right? Glennon, um, no, I think Mike. I think Mike's gonna start. Let me see. You are right, though. He was under protocol. And he will be cleared from concussion protocol because, you know, they're, they're not going to start Jake Fromm. Um, let's see the injury report. Who's out? So, Dory Jackson, obviously, Daniel Jones, and, and Kadarius Tony are both out. Are, all three of them are out. Um, Mike Glennon. They say he's questionable, but he's going to get cleared. Kenny Galladay, questionable. Ugh, boy. 
Sterling Shepard is questionable. Danny Shelton, the, uh, the, 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 the defensive lineman. Um, that's, that's the injury report for, for, for the giants right there. Yeah. Um, I don't know, dude. Like I'm almost, I'm almost like at the point of like just rooting for this team just to like, just to lose out. You're four and eight. You've got, what is it? Five more, five more weeks to go. Five more games. Just lose all five. Go four and 13. And we could just, just save us the nonsense, please. Go four and thirteen. Have your two first round picks be top ten, or at least one be top ten. If the I'm and with the Seahawks, we'll we'll see what happens with with that. I hope so. I hope they keep. Oh, no, I hope oh, they oh, not the Seahawks, the Bears. The Bears. The Giants yeah. have, have the Bears pick. The Jets and the Seahawks pick. I got that mixed up. The Jets are um, going to have two top ten picks if the Seahawks manage to lose some more games here. And I think, and I think the Bears are going to be top ten too. Mm-hmm. So, watch the Giants just, do just better in this out. draft than the Jets. I can see it now. The Jets will draft all this defensive, hyped-up talent, and they'll be out in a few years, like Leonard Williams. And the Giants will f- somehow find gems in this draft. <laughs> find gems? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Horrible. But what are your predictions for today's game? Just an absolute mess. <laughs> <laughs> They're playing the Chargers. Herbert's going to throw all over the In field LA, on them. A Charger team that, you know, hasn't been great, but they're 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 trying to make the playoffs here. Yep. They're trying to make the playoffs and and the Chargers are playing the freaking Chiefs next week. On, on Thursday night. So they're kind of going to want to win this game, you know? They're, they are right in the thick of the, of the uh, playoff race. They're right. They're, they're, they're literally like, they are, they, they are a game behind Kansas city right now in the, in, in, in the AFC West. So a win today would be huge. They'll put them at eight. That would put them at eight and five. And the and the Chiefs are playing the Raiders, so you would assume that the Chiefs would win. So they were trying to stay neck and neck here. The Chargers are going to win big against the Giants. It's not even good. It's not going to be close. It's not. It's not. It really. It's really not. And I don't care who the Saints don't have and who do they have at quarterback because you know what this Jet team is going down, especially with all these starters being injured. Yeah, let's no... switch over to the Jets, the the three and nine Jets. Zach the gang Wilson green. Is at it again. Huh? The gang green. The gang green. Exactly. So, games at MetLife. Let's see here. So I guess so. Some so Michael Carter is still out. He's um, out, and also and Tevin Coleman's out with concussion mm-hmm. protocol. Elijah so Moore, your, Elijah Moore is out. Corey Davis is out. Corey Davis out. Let me see. Yeah. So Michael Carter, Tevin Coleman, um, 
you had Corey Davis out for the rest of the year um, and Elijah Moore. The, the Corey Davis injury, that stings. Mm-hmm. What was he signed to? A, a, a three-year contract? Mm-hmm. So, so he'll be back next year. <clears throat> Unfortunately, most overrated oh. receiver in – I'm sorry, man. This guy – I can't stand Corey Davis. The amount of drop passes this guy has, it, it stopped treating this guy like a number one receiver. This offseason, Jets have $208 million in salary cap. Please get a number one receiver. Please get a tight end. Please. <laughs> we, I, remember, I remember last week we went over the, uh, uh, the, the, the free agents. Yep. And I said, why not the Jets pick up this guy? Why not? They have the money. Joe Douglas is he he to me he's got to be treading water too. Joe Douglas eventually his honeymoon's got to be over. His honeymoon phase has to be over with letting him stay here for this extended period of time because what has he accomplished? Nothing. Nothing. Look at the salary cap. All the answers point towards the salary cap. Goes to show you he hasn't spent a damn dime. And what's interesting is that like people try to like people try to sell his last draft it's like well hold on zach wilson makes the draft so you could hang your head on on elijah moore all you want but as long as zach wilson is not performing that draft class is shot yeah i agree you can't you you can't draft your franchise quarterback quote unquote and he's and, and he's a bust but yet you draft a wide receiver in what was it the second round mm-hmm. out of all miss say oh say oh everything's all grand it's like no even the draft before where's Makai Becton injured he was supposed to be back That's... weeks ago according to reports but apparently yeah, extended his stay was on IR full out season ending injury season ending injury what time is it? Oh, it's twelve fifty-three. You know, you know what we should do. What should we do? Do you have a TV and you're in the, in the, in that little studio? No. <laughs> no TV at all. You think we should do a, a quick coverage of the live stream? Is that what you're thinking? Quick coverage because I know a team that that you root for is currently on. Who is that? Who do you think? The the Patriots. No, not the Patriots. You can't stand the Patriots. The Dolphins. It's not a football team. Oh, it's a basketball team. Yeah. The, the Knicks are on? Knicks are on. Really? Yeah. How come I'd, oh, you're right. Yeah, because it's 12. I'm, I'm like two hours behind. Oh, boy. I wonder what the score. Oh, they're losing 49-31. Why not just uh, hold on? I wish you had a television or some way you could like, like watch it like right there. This Knicks team is really going downhill. Can we talk about how Julius Randle missed his two wide open final four shots against the Raptors? Can we yeah, talk tell about, me about that? that game? Because tell me about that game. Oh, it was horrible. The Knicks I'm currently facing the TV right now. Bobby Portis just put the ball in and, and he got the foul. So now it's 51 31. And now it's now it's a twenty point lead for the Bucks. The Bucks, this Bucks team is really good. That's the team. 
if I'm a Nets fan, dude, I fear I in terms of Eastern Conference, I fear Bucks, Bucks, Bulls, and Heat in that order. The Knicks have become I a think- laughing stock. They're now 12th in the Eastern Conference, and they've just sinking to the bottom. Nothing's sinking with this team. Obi Toppin actually had a great performance the other night against the Raptors, and all of a sudden he's on COVID reserve list. And so was R.J. Barrett. R.J. Yep. Barrett's not playing today. And I wonder who the starters were because, like, I wonder who was at the two guard today. Looks like Quentin. So, looks like Quentin Grimes. Quinn Grimes. Hey, he got the rookie in there. Getting him some minutes, Rose, but I don't know how much Rose that's going to help out. Rose, work. Rose just put that in. It's now 52-33. Rose is really the only, I'd say, one of the only productive people on the team next to Toppin. I agree. Bobby Portis again. Former Nick. 13, 13 first half points for, for Bobby Portis. He's insane. Oh, Quentin Grimes with a three. I probably so I'm not technically doing doing play by play because we can't do that. I'm just telling you what's going on. But I do prediction the next game. I'm telling you, dude, and I told a buddy of mine this who who's also a big Nick fan. Thibodeau benching Kemba Walker. I think was like probably the most painful thing that took place with this team. You could go on and on about Randall not really performing as he did. Like where's his benching? Like where's year. his punishment? Who? Randall's. They're not going to bench Randall. They should really bring in Kemba Walker because how does it hurt this team right now? It doesn't hurt it. I like to see. Well, I think it. I think it hurt their defense. At least they thought it did, but then they realized that defense just wasn't good either way. I don't know what happened, dude. Did really them losing Mike Woodson really kill this killed killed defense? It's either Mike Woodson or Reggie Bullock because that's the only two pieces they didn't retain last year. Unless Theo Pinson on the bench really made an impact for this team. I love how the media is pushing the friggin' Reggie Bullocks and like Reggie Bullock thing. Like uh-huh. Bullock is in friggin' is in friggin' Dallas right now. That's right. He, he's in Dallas, right? Mm-hmm. He's in Dallas, like, like doing Jack over there. Not doing anything. The problem is, is, the problem is, is that Julius Randall has been figured out somewhat because Randall is still is, is still a good player, a very good player but he was figured out and their point guard situation. They thought that was going to be figured out with Kemba is not figured out. No. And, and I don't know how, because last year they had Alfred Payton, Alfred Payton. And people loved Alfred Payton, but Alfred Payton played defense. No, just that his people hated to... Alfred. Are you kidding me? Knicks fans hated Alfred Payton. Are you kidding no, they me? They hate him, but you got to admit, dude, his defense was much better than Kemba's, but he, but, but, but the problem was, he couldn't score. <laughs> oh boy, and this Bucks team is oh boy. You want to talk about like a really just an all-in-out great balanced team is Milwaukee. 
and I see freaking Boogie Cousins on the floor because because um because because Brooke Lopez is out that is out with an injury. So they got Boogie Cousins on the floor. Knicks have ten turnovers. Oh boy. Even that too, like it's the Knicks that force that force the turnovers, not commit them. Horrible. Fournier is just for this is not even me just being like a freaking like net fan. Like I'm just like I don't know what the hell happened. Good things don't last long for my team. They really don't. I wish I had a freaking TV next to you or something or something. Horrible. Damn. This next team is just, they're really going down the tubes here. Down the drain. The sewer Don't drain. you have a computer next to you? No. All I have is just a laptop in front of me. Laptop? Yeah. And uh, what's on it? The Zoom. <laughs> the Zoom? Yeah. Man, oh, man. Yeah, well, a minute 37 left in the first half. Still a nice crowd. It's 56-39. He wants to put – they're going to try to put it to a 16-point game. I'd I'll like tell you this. I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Knicks come back, and I wouldn't be surprised if they lost. Let's put it that way. I would be surprised if they win. That's the only way you're going to surprise me because just – the type of tandem that they're on right now. They're just not heading down the right path. They got to make some trades. Miles Turner wants out of Indiana. You got to make that trade for Miles Turner and see what you can do with the point guard situation. It's weird. The the people that, that the Knicks want or they should get don't want to leave. Like Dame doesn't want to leave. Miles Turner doesn't want to leave. No, Miles Turner like, wants to leave. Did you see that report the other day? He said he wants to leave because he's tired of being looked at as just I think he said it's just a side piece or something. I'm not sure what he said exactly. I thought it said that I, I thought it said that he didn't want to be traded. No, I saw a report saying that he wanted to be traded and he's not happy there because they're rebuilding. So wow. now is the time. Can now that is the time. Mitchell Robinson get rid of him? That can, overrated Mitchell over Robinson. That oath, that, yeah. that oath, <laughs> Mitchell Robinson. And get a real center. And then figure out your point guard situation via trade because enough is enough. Enough is enough. Damn, dude, this Bucks team—they had the, those injuries and and that and, and and that COVID thing they had early on in the season, and that put them behind the eight ball. Yo, Cameron Grimes hitting some shots. Oh, Quentin Grimes. Qu- yeah, Cameron Grimes. Who's Cameron <laughs> Grimes? Quinn Grimes. <laughs> his brother Cameron. Yeah, this Bucks team, dude. That's if I'm a Brooklyn fan, I fear them more than more than freaking Chicago. I'm not even kidding. That was your trouble last year. Yep. Alrighty, the Knicks have cut the lead to ten. It's fifty-eight forty-eight with twenty seconds left. Here's the thing. If, if RJ's out, how about you put Kemba in and move, I don't know, like move uh, Rose to the two? Or put like, you know. Oh, boy. Don't do that. George Hill, man. I mean, these guys. Milwaukee has so many scoring options. They're great on defense. 
the problem early on in the season was that they were missing a lot of players due to injury and COVID. Like like Chris Middleton missed missed like a month. So that's the end of the first half, dude. At uh, at MSG, sixty one forty eight to the Bucks are the the Bucks are the Bucks are slaying. And now it's one oh three, and hopefully the Jets got here. We go now. Now I have Jets Saints on. Another dumpster fire. So now the Jets have the ball. So Zach Wilson's out there. Let's see where the ball is. Do you know that in the first five games, Wilson has, Wilson had nine turnovers, but in the last three games, he's had two. That's a good sign. So, so the Jets are progressing in some sort of way. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, first ball was a uh, first first play was a um a run play to uh, Ty Johnson. He only gained he only gained a couple of yards. Laurent Deverne Tardif, that freaking right guard, kill me, or or right tackle. I think it was I, I think he was right tackle. It's better than Greg Van Roten. Greg Van Rotten, you mean? That's a, <laughs> that's a, that's your no, nickname for him. Greg Van Rotten. Second is seven. Wilson's going to go to pass. Screenplay. No, he dropped ball. By who? Who's number 25? Is that the running back? Oh, that... no, that's Ty Johnson. That's Ty, Ty Johnson. Johnson, yeah. Yeah, I shouldn't be doing play-by-play. But, like, this isn't play-by-play. <laughs> I'm just telling you what's, what's happening. Horrible. This team is just horrible. Oh, my goodness. And the thing about the Saints is the Saints have like have like one of the best pass rushes in in in, in football. Third and seven. Here they come. Wilson. Incomplete. He was going, he he was targeting Braxton Barrios. Another overrated receiver. Of course. It's not a three jet football out. Sunday without three and outs to begin. Although the offensive line did hold for, for a good amount of seconds. but Surprisingly, just... the offensive line has progressed, which I am surprised about, even though I'm still saying you better go get two pieces in the offseason, either in the draft or free agency. They actually are holding up. Exactly. I agree. All righty. So now the Saints have the ball. They just received the punt. And like I don't get, so the Jets tackle him at the thirty, and freaking number thirty four is out, is out doing some weird celebration, like he's going like ah, like dude, like, <laughs> what are you doing? Your team's three and nine. All right, dude, I can see we got Taysom Hill here. This is why I wish they uh, you had a TV in front of you. So I can follow a, along. I'm basically following you. Get a, get a little TV. <laughs> yeah, I could see. Dude, like, this Saints offense, it's not, like, the greatest, but just the fact that um, uh, Alvin Kamara is back, that's just, that's just trouble right there. That's all the just, Saints need <laughs> against just, the Jets team. Just, 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 just run the ball all game. I, I bet that's what they're gonna do. 
Just give the ball off. See, two straight running plays. First down easily to the sideline. Like Robert Sala, you know what he was going to say? Just like last week when C.J. Mosley in the press conference said that teams don't respect us and we weren't prepared for Garner Minshew. We weren't prepared for Alvin Kamara. That's what they're going to say. We weren't prepared for Alvin Kamara, and Alvin Kamara didn't respect gangrene. Like, <laughs> of course he didn't. It's your job to be gangrene. My goodness gracious. The thing about the Saints is the Saints, this Saints team is not even that good. No. Look at this. You're missing the, you're, the, the, oh my God, the, the defense is literally just crumbling. Oh, 19 yard, 19 yard reception by the friggin' tight end. Cause the Jets, God forbid, will ever, will ever defend the tight end. Properly. Or get one or even get one. Yeah. It's, it's, wasn't even Jimmy Graham. It, there is no Jimmy Graham over there anymore. Just some guy. Oh my goodness, they can't get Camara at all. Camara just all pitched out Ashton Davis right now. He he gave him a he gave him a hard shoulder. Oh yeah, Ashton Davis just got bitched like bad. Ashton Davis sucks. Overrated. Sucks, another dude. another Joe Douglas draft pick that hasn't panned out yet. Third round pick. Third round pick. Ashton Davis. <laughs> did they? Did they like? Did did they trade for that pick too? They may have. I think you're right. They may have. Oh, goodness. So so it's so it's third down and short. Who the Jets' defensive lineup today? Shaq Lawson, Quinn Williams, Fatakazi, John Franklin Myers up front, Quincy, Gerard Davis, and CJ Mosley in the linebacking core. Um, same old. Jets are ranked huh, 30th in guarding the rush. <laughs> what? So bad. Take, oh, they stopped them. All right. Taysom Hill tried to do, tried to run the ball himself over for the first down. And Elijah Riley, the free game, the guy in the freaking secondary, I, I think he's a safety. Do you know Elijah Riley? I have no idea who he is. <laughs> third stringer. Up there, and they're going for it. Fourth and one, dude. Here we go. I wish you were watching this shit. Hill again had the ball and gets it and gets it across. Bullshit. <laughs> Horrible. Yeah. After this drive, I'll um we'll close out the show. Yeah. You got to go and drive. My goodness gracious! So the Saints are at their twenty are at the Saints are at the Jets twenty yard line right now. Pretty much guaranteed the score unless they get unless they get a turnover or or the kicker miss a field goal. Hill is rolling to his right, and he just gained like four yards. Hill's got legs, dude. Do you see the – I think the Jets are just going to lose out from here. 
well, don't they have don't don't they have a pretty well? They play Buffalo and the, the Dolphins one more time. That's not good. And Buffalo is playing for something like well, they're playing the Bucks today, the Bills, and that's probably the biggest game, one of the biggest games of the entire season. Oh, you you want to hear like, you want to hear the next four general. games? Dolphins, Jaguars, Buccaneers, and Bills. Who was that again? Dolphins, Jaguars, Buccaneers, and Bills. They can beat the Jaguars. Well, I would. Oh my goodness! I. They should, they'll beat the Jaguars. So they play Dolphins, Jaguars, Bucks, and Bills. That's probably one in three. <laughs> Abysmal. Oh boy. So, so the Saints have a third and seven on the Jets 20. They're doing a pass play. Hill again running, gets the first down. This is this is not gonna be a good day because Kamara and Taysom Hill are gonna run the defense like the ground, into the of, ground. Into the ground. It's oh my god. Where's the position on the field now? Are they at the five-yard line pretty much? No, I think they're at like the 15. And the and the freaking – the Saints are second best in red zone offense, dude. Like, so they know what to do when they're in that position. They were at the – they think they're at the 15, yeah. They're just running it. Hardly any pass attempts because, to be honest, like, I wouldn't say that the Jets linebackers are horrible. I wouldn't even say that 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 the um, Jets backfield is horrible. I would say more it's like pass rush is abysmal. Anything involving, like, running the ball, run defense is horrible. But if, what if you know. Like, they make tackles. Like, right now, it's a third and goal. I think it's at, like, either the 10 or, like, the 9. It's third and goal. So, when they say Jets defense is horrible, I think it's mostly just, like, the defensive front that's horrible. But because the backfield, I don't see it being awful. It's not good, but it's not (laughs) awful. It's not, like, great. They'll definitely be drafting Stingley for a cornerback. I'll tell you that. Exactly. Zip. So it's at the so so they're at the seven. Third and goal. So they so they tackled Kamara at the five. Fourth and goal. And they bring out the field goal unit. They're not going for it. So I'd say the only way that you're going to beat the Saints today is if is if you could keep the ball on the ground, force them to run, which, you know, is tough. Oh, my goodness. You know who the Saints kicker is? Who? Brett, Brett, Brett Mayer. Remember Brett Mayer? Yep. Oh, my God. He was a good jet kicker. I remember him. But so it's 3 nothing New Orleans. 
And on that point, let's end this show. You can close out first, man. Alrighty, so my Instagram is at T-A-N-O-O-C-H-9-6. Once again, at T-A-N-O-O-C-H-9-6. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at the Real Max T-H-E-R-E-E-L-M-A-X. Again, T-H-E-R-E-E-L-M-A-X. You can check out all of our previous episodes on this YouTube channel right here, Sports and Hip Hop with DJ Mad Max. Make sure you subscribe. Check out the website, maxarchiveland.com, M-A-X-C-O-U-M-A-X. Let me do it again, M-A-X-R-C-O-U-G-H-L-A-N.com. And we're available on all podcasting platforms, iHeartRadio, Apple, Spotify, and Podbean. Any podcasting platform that you listen to, we are on. And Tony, you could say the final words. I thank you guys for tuning in. Be safe. Wear a mask if needed. Get vaccinated, please. Please. Everybody, get vaccinated. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, guys. So long. So long.